We are back. <laughs> that is what is going on this Yes, week. absolutely. That was chapter one. You ready for chapter two, you sons of... You better. Why are you censoring yourself? You know, you sons of bitches, because we know the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Took a week off. Welcome back, a, everyone. I had a stupid cold. Yep. Now it's over. Well, you pretty much had it the last time we were, we were taping, too. You know, my nasal congested area just sucks in general, because... I had my nose, I got my nose broken a long time ago, and it's never been well since. Did you deserve it? Well, actually, I fell, oh. but... Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Did you deserve it? That was, that was the kid, that was the kid part of my, <laughs> of my life, besides splitting the bottom of my chin open. Oh. Yeah. That's painful. Yeah. It's so, pretty awesome. Hope you're all doing well out there. Hope you haven't caught the vid. If you have our uh, sincerest, deepest wishes for a speedy recovery, and if you're yeah. sick with something else, uh, I'm sorry. That's your problem. Yeah. <laughs> like this guy. Yeah, me. Yeah. Yeah, me. 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 Celebrate me. Me. It's all about me. Speed of all about you. Somebody released a new book. I did. You did. That was the secret for uh, taking the week off, really. So, Gave that away, didn't we? Yeah. I mean, like I said, I... Can't sell the bag now! I mean, I, I basically said, oh, something cool may happen. Uh, yeah. Yeah, like, was it, like, three days later after the last podcast, four days later... Yeah. I'm, what was it? I was on my way to Cali, and I was going to pick up my kid. Yeah. And that's where I saw it, and I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I kind of oh, kept it under. Me. I kind of kept it under wraps just because. You didn't and, tell me your podcast brother and your I real life took, brother. What the hell? I took I don't know maybe a couple of days to reread the entire thing to make sure you know I actually took my time with this one, right? You know, and uh, I was like, you know, uh, I don't know if I want to do it yet, but I was like, yeah, you know what? I got a badass cover this time. I mean, it's. Pretty much, if you really look at it, it's the same cover, but it's tweaked a little bit, and the book's actually, the book's actually a lot, a little bit longer than the first one, but the size of it, you know, is a lot taller and wider. Yeah. So it gave less pages. So yep. the first book and the second book's like 166. This is 145, but it's actually longer because of the size of the book. And then, of course, I went with the glossy effect that, you know, I liked a little bit better. I didn't want to have three of the same kind of thing. You know, I wanted to change it up with this one a little bit. Speaking of which, by the way, you're here and you got to sign my, my Yeah, copy. that's true. Yeah. Did you read number one yet? No. You think I've had time? Did you read Subway 27 yet? You think I've no. had time? No. Yes. Really? I have time. You have time. <laughs> anyway, just kidding. That, so, that's, that's a paradox. Yeah. So, anyways, I... You know, I got on the laptop and I did everything and I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to release it. And you did it. And I did it. So, pretty good turnout so far. I mean, with being on, you know, four or five platforms, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot more buzz and all this stuff. You know, I have, you know, people from afar and actually a couple in the UK have hit me up on Twitter about, I mean, Twitter's been like a really big asset lately. So I'm kind of glad I jumped back on there. You know, I started back in 
the end of 19 and was kind of like, ah, this sucks, you know? Yeah. And then studied up a little bit on it. And then all of a sudden it's become like the bigger, pretty much the bigger asset of, uh, one of the platforms. Right. You know, I mean, Facebook and Instagram is the same, the same thing. Right. You know, every day and this and that. Pretty much. But they pretty much partner with each other. Yeah. But Twitter and, uh, God, I think Twitter and TikTok. I, I'm on TikTok now, but I only use that for promotional videos. I'm not on TikTok. there. I'm not on there being a fucking idiot, you know. So no. <laughs> I, that's not what my intentions were to use it. So right, but it's it's crazy. I had a, a hundred, you know. I I did four videos, and they got like six or four or twelve or twenty four, whatever. This last video I made got like you know 125 130 hits you know likes and stuff i'm like holy shit yeah in like one night while i was asleep i'm like god people need to people need to fucking go to bed and get off these fucking videos well the the good but it's cool because you know you're reaching a bigger audience and this and that and yada 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 the good part is the fact that your (laughs) books are you know not just reaching people, but they're reaching the right people. They are reaching the right people. Yes. And we're not going to say, you're not going to go into full detail. No, they're, they're actually they're reaching the right people. Yes. And not only just because if you look at it, this one's part two, you know, of, of the two. Yeah. And so I've had, you know, I won't name any stars, celebrities, but I've been reached out to quite a bit, which is exciting. And, you know, there isn't anything like there's there's one thing in the works uh, with an actual writer director that's pretty high up there. But I can't say anything. It's almost like signing an NDA, you know, which is a disclosure agreement. No disclosure agreement. Yeah. Yeah. And. You know, uh, it's pretty exciting, you know, and not only am I doing the writing and stuff. Let's just say that things are in the works. Thing, a lot of, a couple of things are in the works. Yes. Um, you know, it, it sucks to not be able to say it because it's that fucking exciting. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm using this year to really evaluate what I want, like yeah. period, like what I really want because I tell you what I want because I'm I'm unhappy I'm unhappy with my job now the way my job is and the money that I make and all this other stuff and you know it's I I can't you know being being 39 and being older and wiser about everything I don't like where I'm at financially I don't like where I'm at career wise and I feel that I have a lot more to give period. You know, whether it be writing or quote unquote, now in the works acting again, you know, I did the extra work on feature films like March Air Force Base, where they filmed uh, a couple of scenes from Transformers. You know, I was an extra on that. Uh, I did the acting classes. I've done theater. I've done this. I've done that. Now I'm reaching the right people to be able to really actually do it. I'm not saying it's going to be, oh, you were Brandon LaCroix yesterday, now you're fucking, 
Johnny Depp the next day. I'm not saying that, but it's I'm taking this entire year to really push what I want. And yeah, the status of that guy, I would take it right now, you know, but that's, that's far fetched as of right now. But with me, it's, you know, it, it's all in what you want. It's all in how you, how you do it. You know, like you don't rush, you right. You don't rush right into it, right. but if there's an opportunity, you fucking take it. Yeah. So that's basically where I'm sitting right now. Only a few people know a lot more will probably know now. But it is, you know, talking to the right people, being cool, not a stalker fan. Like, oh my god, oh my god, let me, let me, oh my god, I love your movie, oh my god, you know, like, no, you don't, you don't do that. I don't know. I can only impersonate (laughs) it once because I'm not like that. I've met, I'll tell you this, I'll tell you this story. I've met 13 celebrities in my entire life. You know who they continued to want to talk to? Me, out of the group, because uh, they weren't getting googly fuck me eyes. They weren't, oh, hey, what about this? Oh, hey, what about that? You know, it was basically like, hey, you want to go smoke a cigarette? You know, or, or hey, I'm going to grab a beer. Do you want one? You know, it's, you be, you be cool. You know, when you see all these girls, oh my God, Leonardo DiCaprio, ah, you know, like, yeah. Like, you don't, you know, I just don't fucking do that. No. <laughs> you know, like, I just don't do that, right. you know? Right. And there was one time I was at a Universal City Walk. And for whatever reason, Eminem was coming out of an area and I just happened to be there, you know? And of course, he has security around and all these big dudes and whatever. And, and he needed to get by. And instead of security shoving me out of the way, it was, it was, hey man, can I squeeze by? Yeah, absolutely. Oh shit, what's up, man? That was it. And he turned around and greeted me like a normal fucking dude. Like I was at a club. And uh, I didn't be like, oh my God, I love your music. I didn't do, I didn't do that starstruck bullshit. You know, I was like, love what you're doing, man. Keep it up. And we did the handshake, blah, 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 and kept going, you know, and that was it, you know, so, right. But if you, you know, if you learn how to talk, you know, not like, oh, hey, put me on this show. Oh, hey, I'd be great for this role. No, come on, man. Check me. I don't do that shit. Yeah. I talk to the, the, because they are regular people. You know, so it, it just is what it is. So some that's of them, not all of them, but some. Well, of them. yeah, they're they You have assholes. You have people that think they're too good for you, or you have the cool fucking people. So yeah, you meet. But you know what? It's fucking high school all over again. You have the you have the jocks and the cheerleaders that think they're too fucking good to talk to you. Yeah. And then you have the nerds that don't want to talk to you at all. And then you have the people. You know, you have the goths over here that are just like, oh shit, here he comes. You know. I was friends, like I said, I was friends with everybody in high Same school, here. and here. except for the jocks, but I knew two that I would catch on the on the flip side. Yeah. But trying to do that in the quad, oh my god, you yeah. know, like who who are you? So needless to say, I spoke to them once. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, fuck you, man. Like you're not cool. It's fucking high school. Calm the fuck down. You know, right. it's like you, it's like right now I'm 18. I can go to the store and buy a lottery ticket and a pack of smokes. What the fuck can you do? 
You know what I mean? Like, you can't do shit. Yeah. So, you know, it just is what it is. But that's basically what I'm trying to do besides, you know, doing the books and all that stuff. Like, I think writing's the passion. Like, right now, um, well, last night, I started writing um, a screenplay for Sidewalks of Sunset, the first one. Nice. Um, because I intend on doing what I want to do with it. You know, like a lot of, a lot of the studios and stuff, they won't look at it if it's a self-published novel, unless you know the right people. Yeah. And that person goes, Hey, I got a guy that'll write a badass screenplay for this, you know, but the chances of that happening are, are very slim. So you write it yourself. And then, you know, you talk to the right people and they overlook it who usually write scripts and they'll add or get rid of, you know, whatever they need to, you yeah. know, and then you go over, it's like partnership. So as of right now, you know, it's, it's, I'm not rushing into it. I'm not saying I'm going to be, you know, the next Bruce Willis or Jason Statham. And I use those two guys because I'm bald. It is, you know, you, there's people that work 20 years. To get where they are, and then there's people that work 20 days and get where they are, you know, so or 20 months or whatever, 20 hours, who knows? It's true, you know, it's, it's, it's true, fame overnight or it's fame over a few years, you know, yeah, but it's not about fame and it ain't about money, it's about passion, it's about doing what I want to do, it's about enjoying what I want to do, you know, like that's just you know, without knocking my job now, like I'm bored as fuck, I'm bored to death. You know, like I give two shits, you yeah. know, but on the, on the other side, you know, on the other hand, you know, writing and possibly an acting role or an acting something, you know, or writing for a, a studio or whatever, you know, that's the passion, you know, is, is mainly behind the scenes kind of ordeal, you know? So like there's a, a TV show I want to write called the agency. You know, and it's just batshit crazy Hollywood going at each other. It's about two different agencies that are in competition with each other. And you got cutthroat motherfuckers doing what they need to do to be on top. Yeah. You know, and it's a complete drama series. Uh, I think, you know, of course you add a little bit of comedy, you know, like I've got so many ideas, but it's, it's quite a few characters that you need to really plan that shit out, you know? So, um, you know, you may be able to talk about it one day with a, a veteran writer, you know, and be like, Hey, I got this idea. Help me write it. Yeah. And then you could have it, you know, and it could be a big thing or it could bomb, you know, you never know. But that's, that's pretty much my, my next project that I really want to do. Um, there's another one that involves a schizophrenic serial killer that, nice. well, not even a serial killer, but it, it's one guy. It's kind of a mix between silence of the lambs, uh, Dr. Lecter meets Zodiac maybe, you know, so, or split if you ever seen that movie. So there's, there's a lot of stuff I want to do, but right now I'm going to, I'm going to finish the script of Sidewalks of Sunset and then possibly start writing the agency, you know, and getting that, you know, because that's, you know, it's a TV show. It's a simple script, simple layout, that kind of thing. Like, 
any any TV director or whatever can you know put that together you know and I think it would be pretty badass you know it's based off real events it's based off biased events it's based off you know fiction you know like you you know the funny shit I want to see yeah you know like and one of the scenes in there that I already have is one of the one of the head top guys at this agency you know is he's starting to be more than a royal prick and he turns around and these people start you know not turning on him but just Acting like babies because that's what he's treating them like. And when he walks into the bathroom, you got five you got five other agents with their pants down to their ankles taking a piss in a urinal with their with their asses exposed. Like a little kid in a fucking like a little kid in the bathroom. That's magic. And then he walks in and he goes, What the fuck? <laughs> you know, and he goes, You wanna start treating us like babies? We're gonna be fucking babies. You know? <laughs> and all of a sudden the that guy that they're talking to pulls out a fucking paintball gun and starts fucking shooting him in the ass, dude. Bare <laughs> ass, man. Like I think that's funny and I would fucking watch it. <laughs> you know what comedy. I mean? So you throw some comedy in there, but it's it's basically gonna be a a drama. Yeah. You know? It's a, I would say a dramedy, but there's more drama than comedy. So, you know, it's just it's just fun, you know, fun stuff. But um, I was reading a tweet the other day, and it said, "What's the what's a a what would you claim a writer's superpower is?" And I said, "Well, that's simple. It's seeing things before it happens, because that's what you're doing. It's premonition." Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're seeing it before it happens and then you write it down on paper, you know? So anyways, I thought it was pretty funny, but yeah. <laughs> so all three books are out. Sidewalks to Sunset, Sidewalks Part 2, Subway 27. I put it all on, it's, you know, available for paperback and ebook now, you know? So if you're a, an ebook an ebook person, which... I found out a lot of people like to do the ebook thing. Yeah. I've had a couple people mention the audiobook thing, but I'm not really, I will, you know, I don't do the audiobook thing. You know, like, it, because when you, when you write, you, you have somebody in mind, you have somebody's voice in mind. Yeah. You know, and I'm and not, if you, if yeah. you do the audiobook, it kind of takes away from, the, the reader's imagination. Right. You know what I mean? So when you describe somebody or whatever you think, oh, you know, because when I write, I have actors in place that are well known that are far fetched from ever starring in it unless it really fucking picked up and talked to the right people. Right. You know, but I have, know. you know, I have Oldman's voice. I have fucking John Hamm's voice. I have this voice for this guy, this voice for that guy, you know, and then this woman and then that woman. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it'll take know. a little bit of, a little bit of convincing, a little bit of time to actually do an audio book. But I think it takes the joy out of, you know, reading I, and actually physically doing something because, you know, with with the way electronics run the world now, you know, I don't want to put it on an audiobook. I want you to actually read the fucking thing. Yeah. Like, do it old school. You know, like, get it signed. Do it old school. Fucking, you know, read the back of the book. Look at the fucking picture that's on there. You know what I mean? Like, do do something real. Like, physical. Yeah. Because everything's pretty much done for you electronically these days. 
Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's my encouragement too, you know, and people ask, well, why don't you number the pages? I've already went over that, yeah. but I'll tell you right now, it's, it should keep the bookmark <laughs> business in check. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, it's not a hell of a long story anyway. You can read no. it in one day. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. and you know, I just think it's, I think it's, you know, better to do it physically than pop in a CD and drive and cause you know, when you're driving and shit, you got a lot of distractions Yeah, and you're going to miss things. If you're sitting in the tub, you know, or in bed, you know, getting some time to yourself, you can really get into it. Right. You know, and with all the books that I've read, uh, I read Jurassic World, Jurassic Park uh, by Michael Crichton, the second one, the second book. And I re- and this was when I was in Saudi Arabia. And I read that at night by myself in my room because there really wasn't a lot to do there. And I that was like the one book that I really was like addicted to. Like, you know, I read it all day long. And it's a pretty thick ass book. Yeah. I read it all day long. Then went over, ate dinner, went back to my room and read more. You know, like I was hurrying through dinner to go read more. That's how involved and into it I was. Plus, you know, I liked that. Jurassic Park, you know, the dinosaurs and stuff like that. I was really into that when I was younger. So, you know, that's that's what I want people to um, really do is take some time for yourself and get involved in the story. Like, no distractions. I know it's hard with people with kids and yada, yada, yada. But yeah. you got to lock on your fucking door. <laughs> okay. you They got a bedtime. You know, tell the wife or the husband to piss off for fucking an hour. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you can, you can do it if you really wanted to. So, you know, I, I have, you know, even, even the people that caught the mistakes of the first book and all this stuff, they still enjoy the story. They still had good things to say about it. Yeah. You know, the actual plot, the actual way it happened, you know, and some people, like I said, like 27 then they did sidewalks, you know, so, you know, it just, it just it's is. All- it's all for interpretation. Right. You know, I mean, am I going to stay in the thriller suspense for the next two, three books? Probably. But that's what people kind of want. But I don't want to keep doing the same kind of stuff. But this this one I'm thinking of is, you know, there's all these movies about cops and detectives chasing the serial killer. Yeah. What happens if you had a story or a movie coming from the serial killer? You know, like, what is, you know, you never know in these movies, you never know what he's doing. You don't know where he's at. Yeah. What happens if you did? Yeah. You know, flip the script. So that's my next adventure. Like, the story is going to come from this serial killer. You got a... um... You, you put up today on Instagram and Facebook and maybe whatever other social platforms I don't follow um, that you are doing a book signing. I am doing book. a finally doing a book signing. Yes. May 15th. Mark your calendars. Save the date. It's yeah. going to be in Laughlin, Nevada. Yeah. That's going to be at the Laughlin River Lodge right by the... Uh, uh, inside the Bourbon Street Sports Bar. Yes. It's, it's a big, big bar. Um, hopefully we're by then will, uh, Laughlin's, uh, capacity percentages are 
going to be starting to be raised, I don't know, 10, 15% every 15 days. Mm -hmm. So that's why I made it for May, middle of May, because uh, if everything goes right, which Laughlin didn't have a problem with COVID that much, um, but they still follow the protocol and so on and so forth. They had to with Clark County and all. Right. But uh, hopefully our old, old stomping grounds of playing pool and air hockey and foosball, foosball, so on and so forth. Yeah. You know, they, that's the place where they have the big, huge couches, living room looking sets with these gigantic movie screen, Yes, you know, with sports and shit on it. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's legit. It's one of my favorite it's, places. It's a fun ass fucking place. It's probably the funnest place in Laughlin. Yeah. So hopefully by May, you know, they'll be opened up at least by 50 or more percent. Um, you know, there's over, there was over 200 invites, you know, and, and more. My boss wants to go to that too. Of course. Her and her husband. So. I gotta invite her. Yeah. Uh, I believe I did. Oh, you already did? Oh, okay. Yeah, on Facebook. There you go. I just, I sent I an I keep forgetting that you two are friends on Facebook. Yeah, I sent an invite out to everybody whether or not they're into it or not. Yeah. You know, so. You know, if they choose to come, they want their book signed and this and that, or they just want to come to party, fucking come down to party. Yeah. You know, it'll be warm weather and hopefully nice, non-windy ass, 30 mile an hour winds. But we'll be inside and the Jeep, the Jeeps, (laughs) the drinks are pretty cheap. Yes. That's the biggest thing. They're probably the cheapest in Laughlin. Yes. $2 Coronas and shit like that. Oh, yeah. Um, but there's also, you know, it, it's more like a, uh, it's, Dave, a it's like a Dave and Buster's almost. It's, it's like a grown fellow's Chuck and Cheese pretty much. Pretty much. You got to be 18 or, or 21 and over to enter. Yes. You know. So bring, you want to leave the kids behind. Yeah. You want to leave way. the kids behind or leave them with, you know, mom in the casino somewhere else and whatever. But yeah. it's going to start at five o'clock on the 15th this year in May. And then it's going to go till whenever you call it quits. Yep. So come down, get your book signed, hang out, bullshit with me and everybody there. And I'll be there. Start to finish. Know, what time does it start? Five. Five p.m. Yep. So you know it's 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 going to be right at that. I haven't right done time. one yet, and I know there's a lot of. Oh, I wanted a signed book. I wanted this. I wanted that. I get it, but it's hard to venture out to other states. Yeah. You know, that are five to nine hours away, you know, and it's like, fuck, man, I wish I could. I wish I could do this full time, you know, and and set up a bunch of events all around, all around Southern California and Nevada and Arizona and all this stuff to get everybody's books signed, you know, whether, whether or not you've bought the new one or not, you know, it's, it's, it's cheap. It's $9.99 and that's, you know, it'll be delivered in, you know, four or five days, you know, but if you're really into it, you know, I have, I, I, I think I've checked, you know, statistics, uh, sales once since I released it and it's a pretty damn good number already, you know, and with the five, four or five platforms that I'm on, you know, I have requests you know, hey, where do I get this? If you have one, can you send it to me? Or this, this, and this. Like, you know, I have my my author copies are still taking for goddamn ever. You know, while other people have gotten their books, you know. Yeah. But, um, you know, just 
I just want people to enjoy, just enjoy the, you know, the continuum that I had no plan for. You know, I know I wanted to, but I was like, eh, I could do this, I could do that, but eh. And then I wanted to do the screenplay of the first one first, but then I started getting more shit in my head. No, And I started getting bored, and I started reminiscing, and I'm like, holy shit, I can do this, 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 and this. And then I started it. Well, the screenplay is it a common a possibility mm-hmm. that you could put one and two together in the same screenplay, um, or the best parts of. The only the only problem with that is that when a screenplay and a novel are two totally different beasts, right? Two do- totally different formats, and it takes longer to do one than the other. Now. If it was a Scorsese picture, I could put both of them back to back together. Yeah. But it would be The Sidewalks of Sunset and Part 2 in one script. And it'd be like a four or five hour movie. Yeah. You know, you don't really want to do that. Yeah. You know, plus... Unless you're trying to turn into a casino. Right. Plus, if you do the first one, you know, there's always... Like, when you write a script from a novel... It's not going to follow exactly the novel. So right. it's going to be... Never does. There's going to be different things. You know, either a scene cut out or a scene added or something here or something there. You know? And, yeah, you can put... You can put both of them together. But it'd be a four or five hour movie. Yeah. You know, like... I wouldn't really want to sit through that without an intermission. You know, it's like The Irishman. Or The Godfather. Right. The Irishman was... Four and a half something. <laughs> you know, and it was like, fuck. Well, even then you had a movie like Godfather Part 2. Right. But I which can, is a four-hour movie. Right. But in theaters, they actually had in intermissions. Some, intermissions in some theaters. Potty break. Yeah. Smoke break, potty break, murder break. Yeah. Cigar on the balcony break. Yeah. Finding a fucking horse head in your bed break. You know what I mean? Ah! Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if it was if it was put together and they and and a director and a screenwriter really wanted to do that, and I gave them the consent, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> but I like I like splitting it up. Yeah, you know, because I always liked oh the first movie was badass. Oh fuck, they got a part two. Hell yeah, like the anticipation. If it's all in one thing. And then you find out it was two separate things. You know, it's kind of like, ah, they should have just done the first one and then did part two. You know? So, definitely the first one, I could have stopped there and let... Because when I was younger and I saw a movie and the guy didn't die at the end, I was terrified. Like, oh, fuck, he's still alive. What happens if he comes down to Long Beach? You know, like, that's what my my thing was. Like, when I was younger, f- horror films and stuff were very more raw and gory than the fake bullshit you see. Right. I watched Candyman when I was fucking 11, 10. It scared the fucking shit out of me. I don't think I even saw that one. It's fuck. It was. It's a little bit much for me, but it no. was fucking scary. Yeah. You know, like to me, it was. You know, and and some people specialize in that, and it's. You know, like I I showed the kids, you know, in the middle of the day with the lights on, and 
and everything else and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, they were like, oh, okay. I was like, watch it alone in the dark in your room with everybody asleep but you. Yeah. And fucking. It's a whole different. And movie. fucking Tony Todd. Nope. Kiss my ass. Yeah. It ain't fucking scary. Right <laughs> you know, so it just, you know, it just is what it is. But, you know, at the same time, I, I really want to, you know, move on with getting the sidewalks of sunset out there and made and possibly picked up and stuff like that. And that's just a goal, whether it does or not. But when you talk to the right people like I have, you know, there's a a, bit, a better possibility of it happening, you know. Right. And there's always going to be a rewrite because there's two different kinds of scripts. There's a spec script and then there's a shooting script. So basically what happens is you write your spec script, you get it picked up, sold and bought, right? And then they hire a shooting script writer that adds and that adds everything in for you by highlight. Right. Which doesn't take very long. It takes takes uh, longer to write the spec than it does the shooting. So you know, I mean unless it's a very complex movie or camera work or your requests, you know. So anyway, long story short, that's basically where I'm at right now, just taking a break. But Writing, writing a screenplay, you know, this would be my first because I'm used to just writing novels. Right. But this is going to be my actual first screenplay that I'm writing. And so far, you know, after, after a few hours, you know, you got five pages. How are you liking it? I think it's pretty dope. I mean, it's basically abbreviating your novel. And Quentin Tarantino, he actually writes a novel in script form for his movies. He goes, but that's just how he does it. You know, not everybody, there's, there's only a hand, not even a handful of writers that actually do that. And I go, well, if I was Quentin Tarantino, I would do that. Right. But I'm not. So I'm, that's just not my style. No. You know, or Mario Puzo. Or like that. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, you know, it just is what it is, but I think it's a lot of pretty uh, exciting things have started. Now, do you think that you like writing a novel better or a screenplay better? Well, uh, only after five pages. I'm very detailed. Um, I like writing novels. Uh, but like I said, the, the, the agency show is going to be script form. Only because it's easier to get things across. You know, like it's not technical. Right. You know. So the technicality of a novel is a lot more brain racking than the non-technicality of a screenplay. You know, right. screenplays are more abbreviated, but you got, you know, the voice, you know, you got your, your lines in there, if that's what you want to call it. And you, you don't have to do as much as you, you know, unless you're a shooting, a shooting script writer. But that's what they're paid for, you know, is to take your your awesome script and make it more awesome by writing in the shooting. The, and, and basically what the difference is, is where the camera angles are. What camera angle this? What camera angle that? Well, I'm not a director. So that's for them to figure out. 
But you think one day you'd be even interested in doing directing or something? Um, I would. I would like to. That'd be fun. Maybe for a couple of scenes. You know, because I always, like I said, when you're writing, you're watching the movie in your head. You're watching the TV show in your head. You're kind of the writer and director. You're kind of both. Yeah. You know, but you're physical in one and non-physical in the other. You know, so I think it's pretty cool just to be able to think about and practically watch. You know, you want to talk about an imagination. You know, not it's just like musicians. Musicians sit there for fucking months to write one riff. Yeah. And that riff makes them $100 million yeah. on an album. You know, so... It goes hand in hand, but I would love to, uh, I, I like writing more cause it's more, uh, I don't know, uh, intriguing to me, you know, like how I would want it to go. And then when you get partnered or, or you collaborate and partner with somebody who's a badass director, you, you know, you, you can be right there over his shoulder and make, oh man, that's sick, you know, or hey, turn it this way or up close here, you know what I mean? So there's, you know, that's, that's why the writer should be on set, you know, and I would just, if I was just strictly the writer, you know, I would just love to be on set and see your imagination come to life. You know, meet the people if they got questions for you. Like, hey, I know it says this and here, but how do you see it? Or you get know, your vision, right? You know, grasp grasp how did, your how did vision. You visualize, yeah, this this going right. into play. I know these that. are in capital letters, but is it a sarcastic exclamation point or is it a fuck you serious exclamation? Fuck point? you, fuck <laughs> you know, but, fuck you, you fucking fuck ball. You know what I mean? Harvey so right there. <laughs> it's just, you know, who's, who's an amazing actor. So, you know what I mean? Like there's always, even the best actors still ask questions because mm -hmm. they want to get it right. You know, Wolf of Wall Street took six fucking years, not to shoot, but just the process. And it's like, Jesus, I don't want to have to wait six fucking years. I don't want to be 45 and have my shit come out then, you know? Like, who's to say what's going to happen in six years? <coughs> so... I'll be alive by then. Yeah, yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. So... Questionable. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, it's just going to be fun and, you know, a lot of interesting things and exciting things. Like, even the smallest fucking things that may not mean shit are still exciting to me. Yeah. You know, like a, a retweet or a comment or getting your fucking tag, your, your post tagged or pinned or whatever the fuck. Yeah. No, it's, <coughs> stuff. you know what I mean? It's big stuff. You're, you're exposing yourself. You're getting exposed. Mm -hmm. You know, you're getting yourself out there. You're getting that fucking name out there. And that's the biggest thing to do these days. Now that everything's so much different, you know, like the director, writer, and he's also a producer, uh, after the hour and a half of us talking, you know, it was, there was no promises, but it was, hey, I want to work with you someday. Yeah. I want to work with you soon, like this year, like one day. And you never you know, know what where I mean? inspiration is going to strike. Right. And you also need a resume. 
You know, like I have no resume as in, oh, I was in this movie or I was on this commercial or this, this, and this, and this, and this. You have three books to your name. But I got three novels. Yeah. I have a script in the works, um, five platforms of social media, uh, one reel on Instagram, you know, but I also have, you know, acting school. I also have scene study. I also have um, theater in the background. And the biggest one that they always say, watch movies. Mm -hmm. Watch movies. That's your biggest teacher right there. And if I could tell you the exact amount of movies that I've fucking seen and how many times, it's off the charts. Like, how much time did you really invest in watching movies? So I'd say about 20,000 in my 39 years. You know, it's funny because of the fact that I I really, honest to God, think that some of the best ideas Mm -hmm. really are the ones that have not been heard. And here's... Coming from a musician standpoint, so right. like I'll go on um, usually Instagram, but like with Facebook as well. Right. Uh, like I'll follow a lot of unknown musicians, mm-hmm. um, in particular drummers, um, you know, both male, female, whatever, and just listening to some of their stuff. Like it's, I mean, st- like music types of music that I would never even want to try and even right emulate because it's just not what I do. But it's the same thing as me trying to be, trying to portray a, a sensitive crybaby. Right. And I can't it, cry on cue, and it's very hard for me to cry. I was, <laughs> I was watching pretend. this morning. I was getting ready for work, and I was watching this um, African American female drummer play yeah. this funk beat, and it, it's totally not what I would do. Right. No, but right. I love ass. I love some good funk. I love some good funk. Right. Being a drummer, that's just yeah. <laughs> but she was just laying it down, laying this fucking groove. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm sitting there, I'm listening to this, this beat. On I don't think anybody heard and... that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm listening to this groove and I'm like, this girl's, you know, but I mean, it's not just her. Like I'm listening to drummers who play like, you know, hardcore crazy ass metal type shit right. that I would never even think of doing. Right. You know, You're not a death metal guy. Right. I never have it. I never will be. <laughs> I respect it. Come but... on, cannibal corpse. You can do it. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's it's one of those things where it's like you never... Like, the best shit yeah. honestly has not even been heard yet. No. There's a lot of, there's a lot of fucking talent out there. Yeah. And, you know, uh, unfortunately... It's un- unfortunately, it's untapped. And the people that really... You know, that want, you know, they, they stick with what they have and they won't give anything a chance because they don't want to risk losing anything or they don't want to um, jeopardize what they already have. Right. And the thing is, is that, you know, unfortunately for people that aren't mainstream, you know, they, they, they miss out on the opportunities. You know, unless they get the ear and attention or eyes, in this case of an actor or film or whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm more of the film industry. You're more of the musical industry. And, you know, like we could have gone somewhere, but we were in the eyes of an idiot, (laughs) you know. But at the same time. A.K.A. Tweaker. Yeah, whatever. But at the same time. 
We could have done more about it, but we didn't because we were also 20, 21, and haven't experienced shit in life. Yeah. You know? We had the talent. Besides dumbass relationships in high school or, you know, I want to play at this party too, Seth. You know, like, just stupid shit. And, you know, that was my major downfall when I was younger and I should have been doing what I'm doing now then, but it's just how life works. And in all reality, I'm glad I'm doing it now at 39 because I'm a lot more wise. I'm much more of a dick and people don't fuck with me as they would if I was 21, you know, or 22. They would, Oh, this kid doesn't, this kid, kid, kid. Well, ain't a kid anymore, motherfucker. So guess what? You know, let's get on the ball here. Like I know exactly what I want, you know, it has nothing to do with money or fame. It's passion. So if you're not going to help me with my passion, you're not going to help me with my vision, then fuck off. Yeah. I don't have time to waste, you know? And, you know, unfortunately, neither do musicians who are trying to be involved in it. Right. You know? And that's why I say that a lot of the best stuff is really like, I follow a lot of different cymbal companies, a lot of different right. drumstick, you know, companies, um, namely Vic Firth, Vic Firth, Vader, um, Zildjian, uh, Istanbul, you know, and they, right. what they do is they promote, you know, up and coming drummers who maybe are not, you know, mainstream, the, the Danny Carries, and oh, yeah. the Jimmy Chamberlains, right. and, you know, the, the really widely known. Well, not everybody's an Anthony Hopkins. Right, exactly. Not everybody's a Al Pacino or, or Tom Hanks or whatever. Tom Hanks or right. Robert De Niro or whoever. But that's just it because a lot of these musicians or actors or what have you come to play in, into their own right. in some sort of way. Right. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think I think a lot of people need to you know, but here's the cool thing, though, is now with COVID and politics and this and that and stupid other shit that we have no control of, um, a lot more online audiences are being recognized. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't want to be known as a famous TikToker, <laughs> and I wouldn't want to be known as a famous YouTuber. But at the same time, that's where they're looking. Yeah. But I'm not, I, 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 I can't think of the word right now, but I'm not so, uh, I don't know, practical. Oh, that's practical. You know, you were found on YouTube. That's practical. Yeah. Or TikTok. Who wants all this Acting shit like safe? a fucking idiot. You know, and there's there's a few people I follow, like like the Daily Woo. You know, the guy the guy is just fun, and he does fun things, and he travels around, and he does cool shit. You know, like uh, that's you know he's got a lot of cool behind the scenes shit. You know, and a lot of it's you know Hollywood stuff, a lot of it's film stuff, and tours of places like locations of filming, and you know you go to the exact spot. You know, like. In Sidewalks Part Two, you're looking at Freddy Krueger's door, yeah. and if you don't if you don't get that when you're reading, you know, like you would you would be able to get it in the movie because it shows it. Yeah, you know. And I always had that scene in my head where the 
you know, Levi is running. He's trying to run away and he ends up right on that fucking right on that sidewalk in front of the real Freddy Krueger house. Yeah. But when, you know, when I think about it, if it's, you know, if it's ever a movie, you know, there's that little snippet of the theme of Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Real quick. Really quick. But it gives that sense. And you're like, oh, fuck. That's fucking Freddy Krueger house. You know, yeah. the red door is still there yeah. to this day. You know, and it's basically I like to incorporate all horror genre, thriller genre in in my stories. So, you know, like you're you're going to you're going to read like, oh, shit, you know, that's like a, a salute to Stephen King. That's a salute to Wes Craven, you know, like the movies, you know, and it's Hollywood. You know what I mean? So why the fuck not put that in there? You're bound to go somewhere and run into something that's been a movie yeah. <laughs> or been involved in it or been in front of it. You know what I mean? Like I took you to Paramount Studios in the first Sidewalk Sunset. Right. You know, just because it was the most intriguing looking uh, fixture in the front. Yeah. You know, of the front gates. You know, it's I that right there is, tells me and says to me, Hollywood. You know, and it's fucking fun. So, ow. <laughs> but, uh. You just kicked the bricks. I did. Uh, we'll be kicking the bricks here in 10 minutes, but we're good. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, a lot of, a lot of cool stuff has happened and, you know, I'm excited and I'm just going to keep pushing and dedicate, you know, this entire year to, you know, the career and the passion and this and that. And I think, you know, hopefully something will happen. Like I haven't had any promises. I'm not looking for promises. I'm looking for opportunities, you know? Yeah. Well, nothing's so, ever promised. Nothing's ever. Yeah. Unless they're flying your ass out. And maybe a little bit of bad advice. Yeah. Unless they're flying your, your ass out on a, on a first class ticket. Right. You know, you got something going on. That's, and, and, you know, even that's not even a promise, you know, but, you know, it's, it's a start and, you know, I've, I've made that jump, you know, and I've made that, that dedication to it, you know, taking care of home life, you know, at the time, at, at this time, employment life and, but the career and the passion is where I want to be, you know, like I'm happy for the most part, but my, my career passion part is is happy but it's not where i want to be and that's what pushes me every day it you know every day i'm thinking of okay who can i who can i uh, tap into or what can i do or where can i send this or where can i go with that do i really need to write this script fuck yeah i do because i want it i want it fucking made you know and it's and it's there and it's a good fucking story and i fucking believe it you know, like, like Rhino, I want to see the movie. When's the fucking movie coming out? You know what I mean? And it's like, fuck man. I hope in the next five years, you know, it'll be a, it'll be a somewhat big production to do, but 
they spent a hell of a lot of money on dumbass fucking movies before. But then again, you know, yeah, uh, come on, look at Joe versus the volcano. Yeah, like come on, man, like seriously. <laughs> you know, no disrespect to everybody involved, cast and crew, but who the fuck is greenlit that one? You know, like come on. So, you know, and there's, you know, I listened to, like I said, uh, Victory the podcast. Uh, uh, that I listen to every week, you know, uh, it's Doug Ellen of creator of Entourage and Kevin Dillon and Kevin Conley. Well, they had Beverly D'Angelo on last week and they, she was given the insights of American history X. And I was just like, fuck, this is intense, dude. Even the bad times sound fucking awesome. Awesome with adrenaline. You know what I mean? Talking about Edward Norton and, you know, she plays his mom and all this other stuff. And it was just fucking great. But it was so like, like, fuck, really? Like, damn, that shit went on. Like, that's his real fucking body. This guy got in shape for, you know, and it was like, you know, he came to work looking like, you know, looking like a, a primal fear. <laughs> and then like, then like eight months later, he came in looking like he just got out of fucking prison, you know? And it was like. Well, that's that's what you call a good actor, yeah. Who's dedicated to his fucking work, regardless of his his views on on real life. Who gives a shit? Yeah, you know, you're not there to pick his brain about politics or what he believes in. You're there to shoot a movie. And that's that's you know? another thing that it's I think really, as far as I'm concerned, corrupting right Hollywood and corrupting. Music and corrupting sports right. is politics. Well, R regardless of what side of the aisle you're on, yeah, it's you know it's to a point where nobody, <clears throat> nobody really wants to hear your political point of view. Nobody wants to hear right. your religious <clears throat> stance on this or that. Right, and it it gets really annoying. I think right, when, and, and it's it's really it, kind of tainting. I think it takes away from the the. Uh, art of the industry well for that that yeah, because there's a lot of people that are like oh you support that guy well i'm not gonna go see your fucking movies anymore right. you know and i understand but at the same time who gives a shit it's well <laughs> you know like and you think about it because like entertainment specifically was right. designed to get you away from reality from real life right and you i know. just tweeted i just tweeted about that yeah uh, to, uh, who the fuck was it? I think it was, actually, I think it was, uh, MGM studios. Cause they got a page on there. Yeah. And they were like, Oh, what's most intriguing about film? You know? And I, and I, you know, and I posted on there, you know, I like films because it lets you escape from reality for a couple hours. Yeah. You know, unless you're watching a movie about the same fucking thing. Right. If you're making a specific movie about something specific, then right. fine. At that point, the watcher or the reader or the listener right. or whatever has the choice <clears throat> yes. to go and watch a movie specifically about that one particular thing. Right. It's something else when politics get involved and yeah, it's just, it screws everything up it completely and it, that's why i no longer watch professional sports well with me i don't i i don't really care for politics and and i'll say this again it doesn't matter who's in office it doesn't matter what sex they are race they are 
believes they have whatever. It starts with people in general. Yeah. The American people, any kind of people, not even just American people, just people in general, people all around the, the billions and billions and billions of fucking people in the world. On this rock. It just, it, it starts with us, you yeah. know? And Agreed. if, if, like I said, I, the, the pictures that's on the back of my new book, I posted that picture and the, the caption was, it all starts with humanity because it, it really does. Like it starts with people. It doesn't start with laws and governments and this and that. It starts with fucking people. Open, being polite, being courteous, being nice. Not being a royal prick because you had a fucking bad day or not being a negative Nancy because things aren't going your way. You know, like there's a reason why I turned into a Jeff Dunham's Walter because <laughs> of fucking people. Yeah. But I still walk into the room. Walk into Walmart. Get your shit and get yeah, out. I still walk into a room and greet everybody normally. I don't walk in. Hey, fuckheads. Oh, hey, what's up, loser? You know, or Dumb fuck. You know, I don't, I don't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? No matter how shitty of the day it is, it starts with people. It starts with your attitude and it starts with your positivity. And if you're not going to have anything to do with that, don't come around because yeah. I'm too old and too, too keen to not give it a fuck about what your problem is. I'll call you the fuck out and you won't want to be there just as much as you didn't want to be there in the first place. And it doesn't matter who you are. It could be my parents. It could be my boss. It could be my fiance. It could be me, you. It could be whatever. But it's not going to ruin a friendship. It's going to be like, hey, you're being a fucking dick. Yeah. Hey, Chill I know out. this is your house, but get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I'll go. And you know what? You would be like, you know, you're fucking right. Fuck you, asshole. And you can go have a cigarette for five minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, go have a Snickers. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully you don't turn into Joe Pesci. <laughs> so, no but anyways, problems. just just as a closing argument, or not even an argument, just a closing statement. Statement. Don't. It, be it all dick. starts with humanity. It does. And if you can be a better person today as you were yesterday, or today, or whatever, or tomorrow, whatever, do it. You know, if you got a problem, figure out figure out a solution. Don't take it out on people. If there's a problem, you all solve it. Check out the hook. What BG revolves it. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's not sad that we're you know reprising uh, repraising a uh, uh, vanilla ice from 1992, 93, 94, 91, 90, whatever. <laughs> that, did, that kid did a lot of shit. <laughs> so let's just say 90 he, to 95. He, okay, he didn't, didn't. So, but yeah. Anyways, uh, quick recap. Season one started. Episode one, down in the books. Yep. Check it out. If uh, you guys missed anything, you know, any of the other episodes, they're still live. They're still on. They ain't going Check anywhere. it out. Um, like I said, it all starts with people, dude. And, you know, that's... It all starts you gotta, with you if, and if me. You got a passion, go for it. And, you know, don't don't worry about what other people fucking think. Or say or whatever. And, uh, you know, a lot of exciting things are happening. A lot of more exciting things are going to happen. And when you have that gut feeling, Go you have it. that gut feeling. Go with and it. that's why I'm doing what I do. You know? Yep. So. All right. It's about time to wrap this one up for the night. Check Everybody. us out next Tuesday. Yes. 
for episode two. Don't know what it's going to be called yet because... We'll get there. I haven't stopped it. <laughs> so, Everybody be safe, be happy, be good, make good choices, God's watching. It all watching. starts with you. Yes. <laughs> Somebody's fucking watching. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. All we'll right. catch y'all on the flip side. All right, man. Peace. Later.